Welcome to Share Truth, Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, and as always, I am joined by Cedra Sarton. Yeah, they keep letting me come in here. We can't get rid of you. <laughs> I wasn't going to put it like that, but okay. Not that we've tried at all, but That's okay. we're glad you're here. I'm glad to be here with <laughs> I, you. Um, if you want to know more about us, you can go to afa.net slash the stand where Engage uh, is located at. We mm-hmm. have articles there. Uh, I didn't write any of those. Not for a lack of people trying to get me to write, I guess. I just, you know, <laughs> you I know, think they would change their mind real quick if I actually wrote something, though, and they I had to saw, edit it. I saw a tool online, an AI text generating tool that you can use, and you just make it write an article for you. We'll put your name on it. How about that? Okay. We'll, All right. We'll do it. See, now that we've said that, <laughs> anybody that reads an article by me will know that it, they'll be like, she didn't write that. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, she might not be writing articles, but our guest today is, and that's what we're going to talk about. Pastor Joseph Parker is in the uh, studio with us. Welcome to the show again. Good to be with you all once again. Yeah, great. Uh, and Pastor Joseph also has a radio program mm-hmm. that airs every morning, I believe. At three, is it still 3 a.m. Central Time? 3 a.m. Central. Yeah, and it's called Hour of Intercession. And some of you may be saying, I'm not up at 3 a.m. Central Time. <laughs> but that's okay because we podcast everything. So you can yeah. go to AFR.net. And that at AFR.net, you can listen to our podcast along with Pastor Joseph yeah. and many others. So I encourage you to go check that out. And you can download it and listen to it on the go. And or you can get the app. There's if mm-hmm. you go to your app store and put in American Family Radio, it's real simple to find the app. You can listen to us and many others yeah. throughout the day wherever you are. And the podcasts are also there. Yeah, and uh, while you're there, leave some good reviews to let people know that uh, the stuff you're listening to is actually great and that you're enjoying it as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't like it, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Or, or just send us uh, send us feedback. At Engage oh, FAQ at AFA. Yeah, let us know what we can do um, mm-hmm. to be better. Let us know what kind of things you'd like to hear. So. Right, yeah. Well, uh, here at AFA, we are coming up on our uh bi-yearly uh, twice a year whatever however you say is that bi-yearly bi-annual bi-annual yeah bi-annual uh share event yeah it's next week event. yes it's very close we're all excited because we all get to tw- participate in it we all get to answer phones and talk to you guys who call in uh to generously donate to us uh so thank you in advance for that yeah um and whether you can donate or mm-hmm. not either way that is fine we would greatly appreciate your prayers though uh during yeah. this time that we're able to continue doing what we do and that's why we do share mm-hmm. i know some of y'all listen on these days it's only six days out of the entire year that we do this mm-hmm. uh and you you think you know like y'all are really driving this donate thing well <laughs> these these three we do it these three days mm-hmm. so that we don't have to pester you about it the rest of the year right and with these funds we are able to continue to do what we do we're able to continue to do the radio programs we're we're able to continue supporting other ministries mm-hmm. and working with them and um but you know it's not all about money if you can't give 
that's okay. Uh, just take time to pray for us. Yes. You know, whatever financial situation you're in, we would we would greatly appreciate your prayers. Right. Well, uh, today's conversation is going to be about uh, an article that uh, Pastor Joseph wrote called The Wonderful Ministry of the Holy Spirit. And I know this is uh, something I've heard you talk about many times before, the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the life of a Christian. And that's why I was excited to talk, to, uh, talk about this with you today. Um, because I know this is something that you're, you're passionate about talking about and that I think we don't talk about enough as Christians. I think that oftentimes the Holy Spirit, the work of Holy Spirit, um, it can be glossed over sometimes as, mm-hmm. you know, something that's happening in the background, something that doesn't seem as of primary importance. You know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, salvation through Christ. We talk a lot about um, the will of God, the Father and his, his leading us and and those things are very important. These things are equally important. Um, but it is good to make sure that we are focusing on uh, the Holy Spirit and understanding that this is something that is vital to Christian life. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about what led you to write this article? Well, um, it is a topic that's, I think, a powerful top- topic, a very mm-hmm. important one, as you just alluded to that the, the wonderful ministry of the Holy Spirit, it is a ministry that we're wise to grow in our understanding of what he comes to do. And in the article, I, I touch on the fact that the Holy Spirit has a, a number of different titles or names. Mm-hmm. And every title or name is really powerful all by itself. You know, Now, this is not an exhaustive list, though. Right, These are just yeah. some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we refer to the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Helper, the Comforter, the Counselor, the hand of God, the breath of God, the Holy Spirit, he's a fire, he's a river, he's the anointing, he's the kingdom of God, he's the blessing, mm-hmm. he's the grace of God. And again, the list can go on and on. But every name or title, mm-hmm. you can do a Bible study all by itself because yeah. it helps us to better understand what he comes to do to help us in our Christian walk. Right, yeah. And it, it is, is um, I think it's just fascinating to think about that um the Holy Spirit being God, but has a very specific function um, mm-hmm. as a helper. Um, when I think about, you know, uh, God, you know, being coming alongside the Christian on a day-to-day basis, uh, leading us, um, giving us wisdom, giving us understanding when we read the scriptures, uh, leading us in our prayer life, um, even in the day-to-day decisions that we make, that there is the work of the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Spirit. Um, operating in our lives. So, um, and then of course, you know, you have the, the ministry of the, the God, the son as well, you know, standing before us, uh, before the father interceding on behalf. So um, the, the, the Trinitarian work in the life of a Christian is such, it is a comfort to think about too, because you see God as three people in one working all things together for our good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I just, I just love, I love meditating on that. I think that's very important. You know, I, I think it's helpful for us as believers to understand that there's much we can understand about the Word of God, yet at the same time, there's a lot of mystery too, mm-hmm. because the fact that, you know, we serve one God in three persons, mm-hmm. and some might say, well, that's a contradiction. Well, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just it may be something that has mystery to it that we may not fully comprehend with our right. minds, but. Uh, mm. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit make up the Trinity, the three persons of the Godhead, but we serve one God. Mm-hmm. And so someone says, well, it sounds like you serve three gods. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's one God in three persons. That's, right. just, that's the way. Again, there's mystery there, mm-hmm. but we accept the mystery. 
Absolutely. And I think it's important to accept the mystery too, because, you know, we're not, we're not supposed to be, you know, we're not supposed to understand everything if, and it, it would be impossible anyway, because God is infinite and God is without beginning, without end. There's no way for us to comprehend that. And that's, and that's like a basic thing, you know, about who God is, but the Trinitarian, uh, nature of God, the three people in one God, um, it, it does boggle the mind and it's good. It's that, and it's a good thing. And we should embrace that mystery, like you said. Um, so when it comes to the Holy spirit, um, what does, do we see the Holy spirit throughout the scriptures or do we, is the first time we see the Holy spirit in the book of acts? Like how, how would you uh, approach that? Well, you know, it's neat to understand that we hear the the Holy Spirit is present from the first word in the Bible to mm. the last one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's powerful to note that he's there. Uh, we see him more prominently in certain aspects or certain parts of Scripture, but the fact is he's there completely, mm-hmm. entirely there from Genesis all the way to Revelation. I think of, for example, you know, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, it says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now, that's mm-hmm. a one short verse, but that verse is huge in terms of what it tells us about holy, who the Holy Spirit is and what he comes to do. Mm-hmm. To be hovering means he's waiting, suspended waiting. What mm-hmm. was he waiting on? He was waiting on God to speak the word, mm-hmm. to start creation. The Holy Spirit is the hand of God. Mm-hmm. God does everything by his hand. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are all tremendously active in the creation. Mm-hmm. And so, yet at the same time, they have, they're three different persons doing three different things, yet they are all together doing mm-hmm. the same thing as well. So again, mystery, but it's beautiful to learn more about who God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are as well. Uh, that's beautiful. I, I, I love that picture. It, it is such a such a mysterious, you know, almost surreal, you know, image of of you know the the earth is void and and the the spirit is hovering like waiting for creation to 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 happen. Um, when I think about spirit too, I think about the word spirit. Um, I've I've heard many people talk about how the word inspiration comes from the word spirit. So does the 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 idea of breath, like respiration. These all come from the same word. So the idea there being. Um, spirit is the thing that energizes. Spirit is the mm-hmm. thing that makes something alive and makes something have power. Right. Um, and so th- the Holy Spirit being the active uh, power, the energizing um, effect that God has in his creation and uh, in his children, it makes so much sense when we think about it that way that when we read about uh, the Holy Spirit coming upon someone in the Bible, or mm-hmm. the spirit moving upon somebody, or somebody being full of the Holy Spirit. There's this this uh, idea of being energized and being revived uh, to do something for uh, for a certain purpose. So I, I just love to you know that the, the word spirit there sometimes can be mysterious, but also I think that we can understand it to a certain degree that it does have a role. There is there is this 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 empowering and uh, reviving kind of effect that we have. Uh, right. in that word. Well, and you know, in the article, uh, I I just addressed two of his titles, mm-hmm. uh, but you can easily stay on any one of the titles for months and months 
uh, but it's helpful to understand that all of them are important. And of course, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit will be upon people, mm. uh, individuals here and there, right. people that God selected. Whereas we find that the Holy Spirit is poured out in Acts chapter 2 upon all flesh, upon all mankind into the world in a wonderful way. And so we have the Holy Spirit, the presence of Christ with us always. And the Lord Jesus, before he left in his earthly ministry, said it's better that he go away so that the Holy Spirit could come. Mm. So we do have the presence of Christ with us wherever. You know, when Jesus and his earthly ministry was here, Jesus was in one place at one time. Mm. Whereas now in the presence of the Holy Spirit, Jesus indwells every believer all over the world mm. all the time. And yeah. so one more of the wonderful benefits of the Holy Spirit. Right, and, and another example of how the Trinity all works together mm-hmm. uh, for the good of the Christian. And so one of the titles, of course, I touch on in the article is the Holy Spirit is being the comforter. Mm-hmm. John fourteen twenty six says, and this King James says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I've, whatsoever I've said unto you. Now, one could ask, well, why do we need a comforter? Mm. Well, the reality is we live in a world where there's lots of hurt, there's lots of pain, much of life often stings, it burns. Well, the Holy Spirit comes amongst other things to bring us comfort, to bring us encouragement, to bring us strength. And in a way that we, we really do need that. And we see we live in a world where people uh, recoil at the pain and the discomfort and the, um, you know, the, the, the burns of life so much so that people try to come up with their own ways of fixing, the, alleviating the pain. And so you sometimes you sadly have people that they deal with it. They, they consume alcohol mm-hmm. and drugs and wrong relationships and unhealthy lifestyles trying to numb the pain of life. But, you know, the Holy Spirit brings real relief and real comfort in a way that no one else or nothing else can. Mm, yeah. And I'm really glad you wrote this article, and I'm really glad we're having this discussion because I think there are a lot of people, especially in the church, who don't fully understand um, who the Holy Spirit is. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to plenty of people who seem to put um, the Holy Spirit on a lower level yeah. than God the Father mm. instead of seeing, and I guess that goes to the misunderstanding of the, what the Trinity means. Yeah. Um, so like God is, God the Father is um, up here high and he's given orders to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm mm-hmm. really glad that you pointed some things out that show how the Holy Spirit, I mean, you try to explain to people, no, the Holy Spirit is God. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not God Co- given. Co-equal. Yeah, co-equal. Yeah. So, I mean, God, that's God, uh, I guess, giving orders to the Holy Spirit in that he He is not giving orders and having a worker be do something for him. Mm-hmm. It's him doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> just in a different form. Yeah. Than, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you look at uh, Genesis and when, when he says, let us make man in our image, there's a cooperation going yeah. on. Nobody's, he's not, he doesn't have a chore list for, you know, the Holy Spirit and, and uh, God, the son to, to execute. It's yeah. not in that. I mean, I'll, I'll go home at the end of the day and I'll have some things for my five-year-old to do. Um, he's not co-equal with me no. in the household and he isn't me. We don't share the same, you know, identity in that way, even though there are different roles there. And, and within the Trinity, there are different roles, but they are equal. There's a cooperation mm-hmm. um, rather than a 
boss-employee sort of relationship. And that is important, too, because, I mean, I remember being a young Christian and and thinking, well, the Holy Spirit seems to be sort of a lesser character in the Bible and, you know, maybe less important. Um, And, you know, God the Father seems to be the one who's really in charge, so maybe that's like real God and the ones, you know, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are not quite to that level. That's not the case at all. Um, Now, I think in our human nature, we tend to assign different roles uh, we have an order of importance, so the person yeah. doing the work is actually less important than the person who comes up with the plan, who 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 puts forward the idea. But that's not the case at all when it comes to God and God the, uh, in three persons. Yeah. Co co-equality. I don't even know how to even say that. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 nature of being co-equal with each other is is something that's hard for us to understand, but is very important uh, when it comes to the Trinity. Well, and you know, I think of this too, that one, when the Holy Spirit does what he does, he always brings comfort with him. Mm-hmm. And so like he guides us, he encourages us, he gives us insight, he helps us understand and comprehend truths in scripture. And yet at the same time, it's not just an academic exercise. Mm-hmm. When the presence of God comes, sometimes we can't even put our finger on it. Mm-hmm. We just know we feel better. Yeah, We're encouraged. We're lifted up. Well, that's the Holy Spirit he brings with himself. His presence brings comfort. It brings encouragement. And again, that's one more beautiful blessing because so mm-hmm. much of life hurts. Yeah, So much of life has pain. Yet the Holy Spirit always can bring comfort in any circumstance. Wow, and and that that is such a an amazing thought too. Because, um, I mean, you you look at the the world today. You look at the news. You look at um, reactions to things that are going on, and the consensus out there seems to be, well, it has never been worse, you know, mm-hmm. than it is now. Um, and I would say, in one sense. Maybe you can make an argument for that. But in another sense, actually, it's never been better because now more than ever, you have people who are filled with the Holy Spirit all over the face of the earth. That has Mm -hmm. never been the case. You know, in ancient times, that was not the case. Mm -hmm. Um, So that in in, in itself is a comfort because you know that these people, even though their effect is going to be small, they are going to have an effect on this world and it's going to be for the glory of God. So we can take comfort in that um, in a collective sense even. Uh, and then in our own individual lives as well, when we're going through uh, difficult times, we lose somebody in our family or someone that we love makes uh, ungodly decisions or we face uh, doubts in our own lives. Um, we can let go of ourselves and let go of the trust or hope that we have maybe in our own understanding and our own feelings about a situation and we can take hold of the holy spirit and we can really lean into him as a comforter because he's there uh Mm -hmm. for us um i'm glad that you brought that up that he's the comforter yeah and you know i think of too like um another one of the names that that uh, of um that i touch on in the article is of course the fact that the holy spirit he's a fire Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think of this, for example, obviously in the book of the second chapter of Acts, verses 2 to 4, tell us when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Mm. And, you know, of course, obviously, when a person receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, 
They receive Christ and they receive the Holy Spirit as well. And so amongst other things, the Holy Spirit is a fire. Mm. Well, you know, here on the uh, day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out and believers specifically were filled with mm. the Holy Spirit. Well, uh, amongst other things, the Holy Spirit is a fire inside of us and he burns. Yet the fire of the Holy Spirit is different from natural fire in many ways. Of course, natural fire consumes, it mm-hmm. disintegrates, it destroys whereas the fire of the Holy Spirit gives life to, strength, encouragement, and also he draws people to Christ through us. And so you may recall the story in Exodus chapter 3 when Moses saw the burning bush. Well, uh, seeing a bush in the desert is no big deal, but seeing one that's on fire but it's not being consumed, you know, that, that'll that catch your attention, you know. <laughs> well, the, the Holy Spirit does that. He mm. consumes us, but he doesn't disintegrate us. He consumes us as in he gives us passion for the things of God. Uh, and he uses, he reaches through us and points people to Christ. You know, sometimes through the words we say, the things we do, sometimes a person may be drawn to Christ through maybe something we said, and they may quickly maybe forget who we are, forget what we look like, forget what we said, but no, somehow or another, that person helped me to mm. to be drawn to Jesus. Yeah. And God used that person. Well, see, these are all works of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does does the we're vessels, mm. but he uses us and a key goal for us is to live in such a way that the Holy Spirit burns big and bright on the inside of us. Uh scripture speaks of quenching the Holy Spirit in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Well, the word quench is a word you use getting dousing fire mm-hmm. well of course again the holy spirit's a fire well how do we quench mm-hmm. him disobedience can cause the fire of the holy spirit inside of us to be quenched and to be lessened mm-hmm. uh, obedience is like throwing fuel on the fire so as believers there are certain things we can do to cause the fire of the holy spirit to be burn much bigger and brighter because every believer has the holy spirit inside of us burning but for some believers it's like a little candle flame is there, mm-hmm. but not burning very much. But on the other hand, there are those things that we can do to sort of, you might say, quote unquote, pour fuel on the fire. Spending time in the word of God is pouring fuel on the fire of the Holy Spirit inside of us. Spending time in prayer, it's fuel on the fire. Obedience to what the word of God says, fuel on the fire. Worship, praise, and thanksgiving, fuel on the fire. Disobedience is throwing water mm-hmm. on the fire. You don't want to ever throw water on the fire. You don't want to quench the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You want him to burn brightly in us. And a question every one of us should ask every day is, how brightly and big did this, did the fire the, does the fire of the Holy Spirit burn in me today? Mm-hmm. Because our goal is that he would be a bonfire, that we would be used mightily of the Lord every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. And and what a, a amazing thought, too, that... Um, there's no limit. You know, the Bible never says you can have this much fire and no much and not no more than that. That you this is your helping, your serving for the day mm-hmm. and you're done. Mm-hmm. There's no no such idea in the Bible and the limit to how um brightly that fire can shine comes from us. It's all it's all about are we obeying or are we disobeying? Are we walking with the Lord faithfully or are we dragging our feet or laying down, you know? So it it, it is comforting, but it's also what a weight of responsibility. <laughs> you know, and, and interesting that you make that point too, Jordan, that um, the scripture says Jesus had the Holy Spirit without measure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had him without measure. Mm-hmm. But now keep in mind, you and I have Jesus inside mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. 
So if Jesus is inside of us and he has the Holy Spirit without measure, that means mm. we have the Holy Spirit without measure right. too. Mm. Yet right. it's us living in such a way that that measure can be released through us. That's the goal for each of us. Wow, yeah. Mm. Well, I, I know that we have just a couple more minutes here. Mm. We don't have a lot of time um, left. And so I just want to go ahead and encourage all the listeners who um, – maybe uh, want to read more that mm-hmm. you can go to afa.net slash the stand that's afa.net slash the stand and this article is up there for you to read it'll also be in the show notes if you're uh, checking out the podcast yeah. on uh, so if you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spot, you know Spotify you can check the show notes and this will be there uh, but Pastor Joseph I know that you know, you have a radio program, but you also have uh, other things that you work with here and um, that you do. And so is there anything coming up that you would in particular that you would like for our audience and for us to be praying for? Well, uh, well my wife, Brady, and I, of course, are part of uh, the board for the Pregnancy Care and uh, Pregnancy Care and Hope Center, which is a pregnancy mm-hmm. ministry that will be we're in the process of launching that mm-hmm. will serve in the Mississippi Delta. We're inviting everyone pray much for the Lord to bless yes. this ministry, mm-hmm. uh, bless it spiritually, financially, and in every way to move forward. And we do have a Festival for Life event that's a pro-life event that's going to be happening at, happening on November 5th at Word of Faith Church in Birmingham, Alabama. Please pray for that event as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, you know, the the uh, pro-life, um, the whole pro-life movement yeah. and the fact that— um, it's a near and dear thing to engage and hopefully to the engaged audience is audience as well. So I'm asking the entire audience to take time uh, today and just, you know, every time it comes, you know, every time you think of it, yeah. take time to stop and talk to the Lord and um, beseech him on behalf of these events and, yeah. and the things going on and pray that he'll have his hand in that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Joseph, for being on with us today. Thank it's, you. It's Great always a pleasure you. to talk with you yeah. and to read your articles, so I'm glad that we can share those with our audience. And again, if you want to read this article, go uh, to afa.net yeah. or uh, look in the show notes of this episode on the podcast, and you can just click the link, yeah. and it'll take you right there. And if you want to hear more from Pastor Joseph, go mm-hmm. to afr.net, and there, which you know, you can mm-hmm. also find at afa.net, if that's just easier to remember one website, yeah. uh, you can go to American Family Radio and you can find our intercession and that you can go back and just start listening to podcasts. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, the, 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 pre, the, the preaching, the speaking, there's mm-hmm. lots of guests, things like that. I really think people will enjoy that. Absolutely. Well, again, uh, thank you so much for being on with us today. And until next week, everyone, continue to share truth and apply scripture. What is our individual responsibility in the church that we're at now? Oftentimes we think, oh, well, that's for the elders and the the pastor, you know. The truth is that the Bible does command individual Christians, regardless of their actual station in the church. 
There's specific responsibilities given to us by God himself that are not just for the benefit of the church at large, but for our benefit as well. Engage Magazine, website and podcast. Learn more at engagemagazine.net.